What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Almost Brothers Podcast. Thank you for joining us again. We love you. Oh, we love your faces. On this episode, we're going to be talking about self-fulfilling prophecies and just the strength of our words. Coming up. dog what what's up, Jake? up how's it going oh man i'm dude, blessed dude i know one thing that was a fire message this morning yes oh my I, goodness i was just sitting here thinking we ought to do this every sunday right after <laughs> service man. pumped up dude Whew. yeah That's it's great. it's awesome man i know our our brothers eh, no pun intended <laughs> see what i did there our brothers from uh the do, 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 i can't do the uh echo we don't have an echo thing the dudes in christ podcast cast 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 they do theirs on sunday morning do but they? they do theirs before service yeah you know, so yep. shout out to y'all. How's it going? Uh, but yeah, Jake, how's how's your week going? It's going good. It's going really Not good. Bad. Or the end of the week, I guess. End of the week, yeah. Getting ready for a new one. Yes, Valentine's Day. Oh man, yeah. I've heard, I heard you've been celebrating like all week. I'm trying. I'm trying. Your you, boy tries to, you know, above and beyond. <laughs> get in there and really, yeah. We went out to eat Friday uh, to Colton's. And Popper Bluff. It was pretty good. Yeah, it I, took I, a while for our food to come out, but um, our wives got together. Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Yes. So I get to hear all about the nice things that you've been doing I'm lately. I'm so sorry. Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> I am an underachiever. <laughs> like, right? Dang, yeah. Okay, I'm going to step, step yeah. it. Well, you still have, but, you know, Valentine's Day is yeah, officially tomorrow. I mean, it's not so over yet. Right. But yeah, I got to really raise the <laughs> bar. got to do so. Do you have any plans? Because she won't hear this before then anyway. Yeah, so well, I mean... So yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> many plans, yeah. all the plans. Yeah. That's funny. No, we'll, I mean, we're gonna go out and eat. I'm sure. Yeah, be, just be nice to get away from the kids for a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, for sure. It's always our biggest hang up. It's like when we go out to do stuff. We got the kids with us, and I bet it's hard with not having y'all's parents, yeah. you know, around yeah, we don't to be have able to come here. Yeah, have, we haven't found that a uh, that a uh, church grandma and grandpa yet. That right. That like any time yeah, you could. Oh like, man, oh, we'd love to have. Them. Yep. Oh yeah. But, uh, that's anyway. how, like, mom, you know, she is sometimes, but sometimes it's like, she's like, no, I don't want anybody today. I want to go home. Right. So uh, she's usually the the go-to, or if Lee doesn't work, then mm-hmm. she's the go-to yeah. for us. But, yeah. yeah. Well, Ben's been at home more lately, so he's been helping out ben quite a bit. Ben. Oh, and, and also thank you for the uh, for the haircut recommendation. Ah, I'm yeah, it very looks happy great. with it, it Ben. Great. Thank you. I'm very happy yeah. with it. Yeah, I was looking at this morning. Really I, was, I was up in the booth, but I was looking at the back of your head. I'm like, "Hey, she did pretty like, good." Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. It was good. So we found the the new place we're gonna go. I think you know, being able to to schedule it is man. Mm-hmm. You know, with so much stuff going on, that helps instead of just all walk in. So um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, yeah, talking today, man, about you know the self fulfilling prophecy, and this was your topic, man, and oh, such a good one. Yeah. We kind of. You know, sat down Saturday as the ladies were having coffee. We kind of sat down and mm-hmm. we got to kind of discuss it a little bit, man. It was oh, so good because yeah. I think it happens to all of us, you know. And uh, yeah. just share with, share with our listeners, you know, about the uh, the story you were telling me about Pastor, you know, about uh, you know about you know something you said just jokingly and, and oh yeah, you know yeah. it. Um, so this was a topic that came up in one of my psychology classes, um, and uh, it's it's I was you know, I approached you about it. I'm like, we can definitely put a spin on this and, and uh, people can relate to this, I think. Um, But so pastor was on me about just like negative self-talk and things like that. Yeah. Um, Or he's, you know, we were talking about 
finances or whatever, buying a house, something came up and, um, I don't remember what it was. Maybe he said something about they got too much money. That's what, about, yeah. That's he was like, he was why would, me. who would buy that? Like somebody with too much money. And I was like, well, I'm never going to have that problem. He's like, don't say that. Yeah. Don't speak that over yourself. Well, that's kind of where this, you know, the idea was <clears throat> about the, the negative self-talk and then these, uh, self-fulfilling prophecies came from, but, um, like for example, let's just do some groundwork here. Um, basically a self-fulfilling prophecy for those who don't know is say, say we think that like we have a stereotype where the people from the city are rude. So then every, you know, we, if we go into that relationship or that, um, if, if we meet somebody from the city and we already think they're rude, then, um, then we're going to probably ignore them or, yeah. or be standoffish with them. And then in turns, they're going to, you know, re- you know, see that, and, you know, we may just, you know, they may see that and then not be that warm with us. Right. Right. So then, so then it just, what it does, it does a vicious circle. And then, um, and then, so the, the original stereotype or the original idea or thought that we had is confirmed because of, in a way, our actions towards them. Right. So it's not right. really that they even did anything or had any part of it. Um, it's, it's kind of like, um, if you and I are going to go meet, um, like say we were going to go meet one of the, the, the dudes in Christ, uh, you know, members or whatever. And yeah. I hadn't met him yet. And you're like, you're going to love this dude. He's awesome. He's so cool. And you, you got me pumped up about it. When I meet him, I'm going to be like, Hey man, it's so nice to meet you. You yeah. know, I've heard so much about you, you know, and it's just going to be totally different than if you said, Hey, you know, we're going to meet this dude and he's kind of a jerk. Right. Right. <laughs> and That's to, good. You know, yeah. Instantly be cold, you know, and, and, and not as welcoming and already have that, um, concept in my mind of how he's going to be. And so then it's just going to shape that whole relationship. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought we could kind of take this run it, you know, run, put a little spin on it. And, yeah. And I think that, you know, I've, I've, I've been reading these leadership books, which I've never been big on, you know, and, and here the past few months I've been on it and they were talking about how, you know, when you come home, especially in the ministry and you come home, you've got to watch your speak because that will imprint on your kids. You know, they will feel a certain type of way about the ministry or about church because of, you know, you're just kind of speaking. We, I mean, we all do it. We just speak about the negatives that have been going on, you know, or, you know, I'm frustrated at this kid because they did this in service or whatever. So you have to be careful at speaking that because that will, that'll imprint on somebody and it'll make them start thinking that way. Like, Oh, this is how it is. You know, say, say your kids may be called into ministry when they get older, they're going to have that mind mindset of oh this is tough and it's hard and it's constant negativity and stuff like that so i think that we that's one thing that we can we can uh, instill into our kids so we got to be careful about that Mm -hmm. with them you know and and same way like um i know like teaching or coaching you know you always want to give what they say the sandwich you know the the two positives with the negative (laughs) you know start out with a positive give them you know what you need to critique them or fix and then end with a, a positive you know, because that way, that way, they're not just thinking the whole time, like, "Oh my gosh, okay, here we go again." Coach is on me again, you know. Mm-hmm. And they start, you know, "Hey, why are you messing up? You keep turning the ball over." And then all of a sudden, the kid starts thinking, well, "Maybe that's all I do," mm-hmm. you know. And 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 then what happens is that snowballs into now they're creating more turnovers because they're thinking about it and thinking about it. Yep. And I think I think we do that to ourselves, man. You know, like you said, even just jokingly. We may not mean anything by it, but we just say it. It's like, why do you say that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about, you know, a, a cigarette smoker and how, you know, somebody offers you or say you're, you're quitting cigarettes and somebody offers you a cigarette. A lot of times what you'll say is, oh, no, I'm trying to quit mm-hmm. when really you should be saying, oh, no, I don't smoke. 
Right. You know, just that, just those words can change, you know, even though they're both coming from the same place, they both, both mean the same thing, but mm -hmm. the, the wording is different. You know, you're saying, no, I'm not a smoker as opposed to I'm a smoker trying to quit, yeah. you know, and it's, it's really important. Our words that we say, especially about mm -hmm. ourselves, man. Right. Um, I think that's also why it's so important to have somebody around you, like you, for me in my life, like to, to support you and say, Hey man, you're awesome, man. I love you. I love being, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that to, to yeah. lift us up so that we do have that self-talk, right. You know, to be able to say, man, I'm, I'm a child of God. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. Like I've, I, I have worth, right. You know, to be able to speak that over ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think like in ministry, so we have a lot of relationships with people and, you know, maybe our, you know, we, we have already established a relationship. So we kind of know the good, the bad, the ugly with people. Yeah. So we just have to be careful not to, you know, tell, you know, pretty kind of project that onto somebody else who's new. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah. Because, because yeah, we may know in our heart what we're saying and we're maybe just saying, yeah, this, you know, seeing, you know, picking a couple of the annoying things or something. But that's going to be the first thing that they see and look yeah. for in that person. Yeah. So I think it's just, um, I think it's just critical that we don't voice that, especially if people don't know them. Right. You know, like right. If we, I mean, you have a mutual friend and we know them. Yeah, we can cut up about it, like you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got a little tick. That's yeah. kind of annoying. Yeah. But if if it's somebody that you you know know very intimate or very well, and I don't know at all. And I think you always have to be careful of how you, you know, because you really shape, you know, you can have the potential to really shape the way I feel about somebody. Yeah. And just because, you know, that maybe there's a couple of things that really irk you about them. I may get along with them. Great. Right. And I'll never have that opportunity to know them. If I go into that, that's good with, with my mind already made up that I'm not going to like this person. Yeah. So I just think it's up to us to, re we really need to know our part in that. Um, and, and take accountability for that. Yeah. Cause we do, we, we can't, I mean, we can't sit here and say like, well, I don't have nothing to do with it. I don't, I can't control the way you feel, I right? You, but we can kind of, Oh yeah. You we know, can, we, we can help we shape that foundation, you know? Yes, we absolutely can. Cause have you ever met somebody that like you, like so-and-so said y'all would never be friends and you probably won't yeah. like each other. And then it's like, you're the greatest friend. Yeah, it's like, wow, yeah, absolutely. it's crazy how that happens, you know? And it's like, you know, you go back to that person. I can't believe y'all are, y'all ever got along. It's like, well, yeah, mo most of us have more in common than we than we know, you know. Mm -hmm. So let's start out with some positive. Or if you don't have anything positive to say, maybe just say, "Oh, yeah, I don't know them very well." Right. You know, yeah. you got to get to know them, or or yeah. you know, hey, well, maybe they're not my cup of tea, but they might be yours. Yeah. Like you know, sometimes our our uh, temperaments don't match, you know, other people's, yeah. and that's fine. Maybe we're too much alike. Right. 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 Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times, what really irks us in somebody else is something that we do. Yeah. You know, yep. I got, that's good. Missy and I've been talking about with raising the kids and, you know, Max, is, Max is picking up, you know, picking up things from, from me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, man, he'll start, he'll do something. that's really getting on in my nerves. And I'm like, Oh man, I got to stop doing that. <laughs> Cause he got that from <laughs> that's me. So you know? funny. I mean, that came straight from me. Oh, that is so but, cool. Uh, yeah. So that's a lot of times it's just, it's just the fact that somebody's way too much like us. Yeah. And I think that's especially with, with women and, and like teenage daughters, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's a big thing oh, of why yeah. they always butt heads is because they're just alike. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, that's why I keep messing with Jamie because Sissy is, you know, the real girly girl and, and got the attitude. I'm like, that is you. That is you, you, you. That was you as a kid like that. Oh, my goodness. It's so she funny. Was like that. Oh, my goodness. The little sassy. Oh, what'd she say last night? Uh-oh. We got her some makeup the other day and she walked in. I said, oh, you got your makeup? I said, yeah, I'm five. I'm like, the yeah. head shake yeah. and like the hand on the hip. I'm like. Yeah. 
James, that is you. Oh my goodness. It was so funny. But yeah, and I, and I, it's so easy, man. It really is to, to see the negative in, in situations, you know, we'll, we'll skip over 50 positive things and pick out the one negative thing, you know, either about somebody or about ourselves. You know, we, we don't, I don't think that any of us wake up in the morning and, and look in the mirror and say enough good things about ourselves, you know, or speak life over ourselves and say, man, you are blessed. You have a purpose. Like you're going to go out and reach somebody today. No, we, we wake up and we say, man, I wish I could have it together a little more. I wish I was a little more organized. Why am I always running late? Why do I, I deal with this, you know, instead of looking at the positives and, or, or even if the positives aren't there, speaking those things into existence like hey man i'm, I'm gonna go out and it's gonna be a great day mm-hmm. no we wake up and say oh well today has started horribly it's just gonna be a bad day mm-hmm. you don't know that like why are you speaking that because right. then you right. look for those things yes out of that day yes you know uh so it really is it's important to speak that over yourself and over your life and over your kids I, that's one thing that that god checked me on recently is not just praying for the kids not just you know lifting them up you know, in my quiet time with God, but verbally speaking that over them to them so that they hear that, like you are a child of God. So now I've been texting them, you know, if I'm at school already and they're on their way to school, I'll text them. I'll text Bubby and Lee and say, Hey, you are, you are a child of God. God has an amazing plan for your life. He loves you. And I hope you have a good day. Just speaking those words over them. Um, and now I've been, you know, praying, you know, I've, I've, I've always prayed for my kids, but by myself, You know, and now I'm starting to speak that over them and talk to them at night and say, you know what? God has something amazing for you. You know, they may not understand what that means. You know, sissy may, okay, yeah, God's awesome. Yeah. But hearing that, you know, that's going to get instilled in them so that when they, when they speak about themselves, they'll start, you know, saying that, oh man, maybe I do have a purpose, you know, man, God does love me. God does have plans for me. Um, and do you think that's something like dealing with what you deal with on a day-to-day basis with, with, you know, addicts and, and former addicts, um, speaking that over themselves where, you know, this whole mantra, Oh, once an addict, always an addict, you know, and, and automatically putting themselves on the defense as opposed to saying, you know what? I am changed. I am, I am, you know, I am different than I used to be. Who I used to be is not who I am now. Let's move right. forward. Right. I know that <clears throat> I'll just speak in my own personal experiences because I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about other stuff. But, um, so for me, like if I would ever get in, if I was ever to get in trouble or something, um, what I, I always felt was that the person across the desk for me really didn't know me. Yeah. And that was on a piece of paper, whatever I'd, I'd done or whatever I was going through does not define me. Yeah. That was me at a bad moment. That was me, in, the, in a, a bad mistake or whatever. Right. And so for me, it was always frustrating because I felt like whoever it would be a judge or a prosecutor, or whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, they really didn't know me. They didn't, you know, that I was, I was nothing more than another piece of paper and just another, you know, right. headache for them. Right. And, um, so I took that with the way I felt about all that and the way I, I, I felt I was done wrong sometimes. And I took it to this new job with me and I do not, I do not look at that piece of paper until I've already established some sort of um, rapport with that client. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I, and I'm very honest with them. I do, I do not look at their, I do not care. I, I mean, I do care, but I'm saying I don't want to know because I don't want to have my mind already made up 
right about somebody before I've ever heard a word come out of their mouth. Right. And, um, and then anyway, so it's just, it's worked, it's worked well. It helps me build a relationship with them. It helps me build trust with them. Um, I, I think that, you know, I think just because I felt like that never happened for me. Yeah, that's that I, good. I mean, I feel like that that's what, that's what I took from all those bad experiences. You know, yeah. I took it into this with me and I was like, I don't want me, I don't want somebody to feel like that at my desk yeah. or in my presence, whatever. Um, I, I want them, I want to treat them like a person first and then talk about the substance use or the, whatever they're dealing with anger or whatever is going on. That's, that's not who they are. Yeah. You know, what's on that paper is not who they are. And then you got to let them know you're, you know, you're a child of God. You can be right. If they're not saved, you know, if they don't know anything about God, then you got to walk them through that process. But you know, this is what the Bible says about you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, doesn't matter what you've been through, what, what you've done, how, how much bad, how much hurt you caused. None of that matters. You can change that today you know, accept Christ, yeah. serve him, make him Lord of your life. And you can write a new ending to this. Yep. And, and, and God throws that stuff, you know, into the sea of forgetfulness and it's yeah. not you, it's not who you are. It doesn't define you. And, and man, that's just, what's cool is just to get to walk people through that, see them understand that. And to see them and just to see that transformation begin to take place. Obviously it doesn't stick for everybody. Yeah. Everybody, everybody wants it, you know, but the ones that do, and it's just, it's so fulfilling. It's so rewarding. It, it, it makes it, makes it worth it to get up out of bed and go do what you do every day. Yeah. Because you and that's what makes you so good at it is that you've, you've went through that process. You've been there and you could say, this is how I felt in that moment. I'm going to do the opposite of that. Right. You know, right. and this is what somebody said to me and was effective. So I'm going to do yeah. more of that. Yeah. This, yeah. You take this, the this good, made yeah. me want to run. This yeah. made me want to cut this made, you know, this, I, so I can take all those experiences. You're right. And, and, and apply that stuff, all the good, all the bad. And, um, and, and everybody's an individual. So what works for one doesn't work for the next. Yeah. That's why I have to, I mean, I have to spend time in prayer and I have to ask the Holy spirit to guide me in those conversations. Um, cause it, it like I said, it's, it's unique. Everyone's unique. Yeah. What, what, what really, you know, grips somebody and speaks to them doesn't even move the next person. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. it's just, That's but good. we just, we do our part. It's just like you do it in, as being a youth pastor, man, you, you plant seeds and, and you let, let God water and you let God yeah. take care of it and tend it. Yeah. We just do our part. Right. Just, and that's all you can and, do. And, you know? and what, and yours, and we're real similar in that. I mean, you tell your story, you yeah. tell you, you know, you tell them kids what, where you were at all the, you know, the, can the mistakes you've made, I've heard you, you, you're very blunt. You're yeah. very to the point. You tell, I've heard that story about you laying on the, the floor in that club, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, that's, that's what's real. That's what people hear and, and they can hold on to it and say, man, this guy's no different than what I'm going through. Yeah. You know, he's been there or what, you know, he's, he's either been there or he knows, you know, yeah. not judging me. Yeah. But, you know, but nobody wants to feel like they're being judged. Right. And nobody wants to feel, nobody wants to feel like they're worthless. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to feel like they're hopeless. And, 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 um, and if, if they feel like it, that's one thing, but we don't need to, you know, we don't need to treat them like that's that. That's good. Yeah. You know we don't we, need to speak that over. We don't need right. to speak that over. We don't need to, we don't need to encourage that feeling at all, man. We just, we need to support them and, yeah. and, and show them that in Christ there's hope. Right. Yeah. And that's how the same thing at school, you know, I've got, I've got uh in school suspension right now is a class that I've, that I've got. So, you know, you get a lot of kids that come in there that maybe have long, you know, rap sheets or this is how they were. I understand that that stuff's good to know. That stuff's good to have so you know what you're dealing with. But I want to get to know the kid first. Yeah. You know, this kid may be disruptive in class, but, you know, maybe he has a bad home life. You never know those things until you get to know the kid first. 
you know, so I think it's very important to, to, to form your own opinion and, and try to break through that wall that people seem to put up, you know, about themselves, you know, and, and again, speak a life over them. We've got to start doing that. We've got to use our words in a more positive light, especially with the world and everything is negative all the time. Where's the light going to come from? It's got to come from us, yeah. you know, and the, and the biggest, most powerful thing, life and death is in your tongue. We got to start start speaking better. Yeah, you know? and you know they may have heard a hundred negative things that day. Most of them coming from them, you know, from themselves. Yeah, but if, man, if you can just say, you know, hey, looking good today, keep yeah. it up. I see what you're doing. I see the hard work you're putting in. Yep. and 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 I'm proud of you. It can change somebody's complete. You know, yeah. it just changes the trajectory. I say it. Say it. Trajectory. Trajectory. <laughs> trajectory. <laughs> okay, so it can t- change the trajectory of their life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we we have that power, and we and we have that as ministers. You have that responsibility. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're you know we're each of us are called. You know, God's got work for us to do, and it's no longer just a want to; it's a have to right. kind of thing. Yep. And um, I firmly believe that. Oh yeah. Like, have you seen the videos, you know, where people just like, you know, they got their cameras out or whatever and they, they just somebody on the side of the road, like, Hey man, it's amazing how beautiful you are. Just a random. And it just, you see it just radiate off of them, you know, just somebody speaking just that, that simple over their life, you know? So how much more would somebody feel if, you know, we're saying, Hey, you know what? God's got to make you get, there's something on you. God's got a plan for you. Whoa. What for me? Yeah. You know, they may have been told their whole life, you're not going to be anything. You're, you're not going to amount to anything, yeah. but to hear that, like, wow, yeah, God loves me. He's got a plan for me. Like, you know, that'll, like you said, that'll change, that'll change somebody's what trajectory. Oh, come on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. My tongue got really thick. Right <laughs> <laughs> I just could not get it. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, funny. That's funny. Yep. Oh man. So, um, uh, I heard something, but I, I just don't Uh-oh. know if I can say it. Uh-oh. I don't know if I can say it without losing it. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I heard you were possibly thinking about getting a cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jamie, tell you this. Oh, my she goodness. Oh, she tell me that. that is so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. I was trying to picture it. I was like, babe, I could be a good old boy. And she just starts laughing. I'm like... I've got I've got a hat that and I put one of them like it's like the fedora on and she's like that's not the same thing. I'm like all right, well. So were you really contemplating getting a cowboy I, I, like a ten gallon? I told her hat? I'm getting a, I'm getting a good one, you know, one of them, one of them real nice ones. <laughs> I'm like, well, on oh, that's funny. So I'm at the loan you bear boots. <laughs> oh, it's going. I'm going out, man. I'm telling you right now, overalls. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, man. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> I just—I don't know. Ever since I heard that, I've been—I've <laughs> been wondering what that would really look like. Um, y'all already made fun of me. I had that uh, Bass Pro hat. No, I did not make fun of you. <laughs> I did not make fun of you. That was Dalton. Uh, Dalton Miller. Um, <laughs> he just said he knew he didn't fish. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I am now. And, Come on, somebody! Well, you're gonna be riding horses. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm a long day. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Oh, I'm telling you, I was like, babe, will that? Will that, will that, will that will that'll do it, huh? That'll the cowboy it, hat, that'll, that'll do it. Huh? 
Uh, and she acts like, oh, hey, it's Valentine's She's I mean, like, oh, no. Huh? I'm like, okay. Yeah, mo- right. Mo- Monday. <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day. Cowboy hat. Y'all ain't going to recognize me. I'm cowboy coming, up. Coming in next Sunday. What's the cowboy tie? I'm going to have one of them. A bolo. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Get you some Ariat jeans. Oh, it's going down. Yeah. Y'all's going to be like, who is this walking Ooh. in? <laughs> I'm like, do you tip it? Howdy. <laughs> yes, yes. Day, ma'am. Howdy. I'm going to have the handkerchief hanging up. It's oh, going down, man. Yeah. I'm telling y'all. Y'all ain't ready for it. That's I funny. I cannot wait. Oh, I can't wait to talk to Jamie after this. <laughs> We're going to have a little, ch- little chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 th- I thought we needed to talk about that. <laughs> My oh. cheeks are. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, you got anything else? Oh, you gonna watch Super Bowl today? No, no, I won't watch a second of it. Uh, Walking Dead, Walking Dead comes back on, so okay, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, that'd be it. We go to uh, Cape. We'll be leaving out from here, going to Cape for uh, this this art gallery. Uh, Lee got first place with one of her things, and second place with another one. Oh, cool. Uh, so they do like the showing from two to three, and then three o'clock is the award show. So oh, awesome! I'm I'm very excited. I'm, yeah. um, just she's to see so her. talented. Oh man, just to see her grow and and. That's oh, crazy. So do that. Watch some Walking Dead. And that's about it. Hang out with the family. You? Cool. Are you gonna I'm, you're gonna end up watching, ain't you? I mean, I'll watch the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't really care one way or another. Right. I'll were you just it. like well, at, right after the Kansas City game? Were you like, I'm not watching no Football's more football over, the rest man. of yep, 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 that's how I am. <laughs> yeah. Once the pats are out, I'm like, I, I won't mean, watch really, another second. I would I would like everybody asked me like, who do you want to win? I mean, I, I want the Bengals to win. Yeah. That way I can say my team lost to the Super Bowl champs. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. That's how, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you think now, do you want them to win, but do you think they'll win? And then we, I want your I mean, prediction. Okay. My prediction, your is prediction I, on who and to, score. I'm not a gambling man, but if I were to gamble, I would put money on the Rams. Okay. Um, just because I just think they got too much on that, on their yeah. side of the ball. But, um, I don't know. I'm kind of. I mean, Burrow's a young kid, man. I think yeah. it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you know? I that, mean, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, there's just a lot. Of and it'd be crazy with that new Kurt Warner movie that just came out. Yeah. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah, score a lot. Oh, score, man. I don't know. I think it's going to be fairly. I don't know. If I was okay, twenty eight Rams, twenty four Bengals. Twenty twenty four. Nice. Nice. Okay. A little low scoring game, a little defensive game. Okay. I like it. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. That's going to be cool. And we'll, we'll see next episode. We'll, we'll see how close you were and, and how it went. Yeah. Oh, I love people. <laughs> it kills me, man. I love people. Oh, I've been a Bengals fan my whole life. Like, stop it. I had one of the kids in I my think everybody in, in Ohio, right? They're all like Browns fans, aren't they? Yeah. They're supposed to be. I mean, I yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't, dude. I've it, never met anybody. From no, like, I'm a Bengals fan. It, oh, it kills me. Never. I get kids at school. Yeah, oh, I hope Bengals win, man. It's my team. I said, name three Bengals players. <laughs> Boomer Esiason. It's the only one I can name. That's all they got. Yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah. you can go past any 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 three players ever. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. They're like, no, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think. Like, of okay, Ocho Cinco. Oh <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah, that's about yeah, it. We got two. Yeah, there you go. I'm like, you ain't no fan. Stop it. Nobody's a Bengals uh, fan. AJ Green. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yep. Nobody is a Bengals. Oh. So if we, if we got our Bengals fans out there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, really we, don't it. <laughs> we don't win. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm a Chiefs fan, so I'm a little salty, but he's yeah. not even a Chiefs. Fan. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. None of that. All right. Well, I think we ought to get off here and let these people go back to whatever they were doing. I guess we love y'all, man. This is so awesome. Much. We enjoy doing this. 
Uh, thank you for joining us over the Almost Brothers podcast. It's Michael and Jeremiah. Um, remember, if you don't have a home church and you live near Dexter, come check us out. 830 outside in the parking lot, 10 o'clock inside. We love y'all. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs>